0: My
1: name is Paul and I'm a comic book geek.
0: My name is Hugh and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, and I'm a history geek. This is Geek
1: Pod. Welcome to this special edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Jack. Dr. Hugh, what are we doing here today?
0: Uh, Well, we are here at Cloud City uh, Comics and Toys on a very, very snowy night, celebrating the premiere of Deadpool. The The film. The film, yes. The film. Not the the Clint Eastwood film. (laughs) The Ryan Reynolds film that came out in 2016. In fact, today, even.
1: Tonight, right? Tonight. Tonight
0: or today? Yeah, today, tonight. Tonight, tonight. today somewhere, I'm sure.
1: Yes. Which I kind of like it's 5 o'clock somewhere? Jack,
2: save us.
3: Well, it's kind of nice, too, because, like, midnight premieres, are, don't, they don't have those really much anymore. Now they're, like, at 9 o'clock, which is kind of nice. So you can see the movie actually a little bit earlier than midnight, which is kind of nice before the actual premieres on the following Friday.
1: And it is very nice for me, because I am now old, and I cannot do midnight premiere movies anymore.
3: Do you guys remember doing those? I think my last one was The Dark Knight Rises. I saw that one for a midnight premiere, and that was a really eventful evening. That was... I. Waited in line for like two hours. It was it was awesome. I had a great seat. Does he
1: understand what happened?
3: Oh, I. And he's all calling that eventful. Yeah. 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 No, I know. I got a text from everybody. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah. Why? Because I'm not in Colorado. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think the last one I went to was uh, Avengers. Maybe.
1: I really don't remember the last midnight premiere I did. I may have to get back.
0: Is that because it was so long ago, or because of old
3: age,
1: or wasted? somewhere oh, in there.
0: You
3: saw my three little ponies, I thought it was.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what my three little ponies is. <laughs> I don't either.
3: I thought
2: you could have right. right? Oh. So
1: yes, we are here for the Deadpool movie premiere at Cloud City, in the Shopping Town Mall.
3: On a very small
1: night. Well, he already covered that part.
2: But, <laughs> you
0: but know what yeah. It's weird oh, to turn, weird to turn yes. Yeah, normally we're sitting across from each other at a much larger table, so this is very uh, very odd.
3: It's very kind of weird different. seeing you guys side by side like this because you guys usually are right yeah. across the way.
1: Head and foot yeah, at the, totally the table, weird. right? Head and foot,
3: technically? Head and foot, I think.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've never said which. That'd be like saying who's Mike One because that's just not nice. You've
3: it's got all, all the equipment. Thing. You're the head. I'm but fine. who does number two work? For? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Did you, you ever seen the movie Austin Powers? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Like the to. bathroom scene with Time was Like, who does not to work for? And, and uh, Mike Myers is just on the toilet. He's like, "Okay, dude, you show that dude who's boss." It's when he's trying to shove a guy down the toilet. But I just thought. It was fun. Back to Deadpool. <laughs> he's
1: doing a great wow. job staying on topic.
0: So yeah, I you know this this is going to be pretty interesting because uh, it, you know. I don't know, I I assume that the timing of this movie is not uh, random, because this month celebrates 25 years of the character. The character uh, debuted in February of 1991. So here we are 25 years later to the month. Uh, I'd have to think that that was on purpose to a degree.
1: I I would think so. That's nice. I was not aware of that. I, I did see the 25th anniversary comic just came out, Yeah. which apparently I have to check out because it has the second part of my first solo Deadpool comic I've ever read. We're so proud of you. I still do not Deadpool. <laughs> Sorry. I, I,
0: I kind of think though that they initially planned on releasing this movie for the 20th anniversary, and you know, then stuff happened because <laughs> it's only been in development for like seven, eight years. Right.
3: It looks pretty interesting. Like, um, like I was telling, I was telling this to Paul before we went on mic. It's nice that it's rated R, which is kind of nice because if it was a PG-13, I probably wouldn't want to even get a shot. Oh,
1: I agree totally because there's going to mean, be no bastard kids in the theater. No, I, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I, I can't.
0: I, I'm happy that it's an R. I don't think the movie would have necessarily been bad. Those PG-13 purists go, "Oh no!" But you know, it, okay, look at what the the comic book does. I mean, Marvel comics are not generally rated R. Is Deadpool edgy? Yes. Do they do some some spin-offs that are for mature readers? Yes. But now he, he's mostly a PG-13 character anyway.
1: Right, right. I mean, our, our so I
0: most I, I don't think yeah. it would kill him.
1: No, I don't think it would have killed it, but I think it definitely would have, air quotes, hindered the spirit of the character.
0: Possibly, and I think that would have affected a lot lot of the fans, would have been really upset about that. Um, But, you know, regardless, it looks like we're going to get the movie that we were waiting for. You know, the thing I'm most interested in saying about this, and uh, being that you've just now read a Deadpool comic for the first time. uh, On his his own. I
1: I used to read Cable and Deadpool
0: when that series is up. I'm interested in seeing... I mean, they're, they're going to break the, four, the fourth wall, obviously. They have to. But, you know, Deadpool at any given time will have more than just the fourth wall voice going on in his head. And I don't think that that's something they can really convey, especially being behind the mask. Just one voice is difficult because they have to, you know, make the mask articulate so that we know that he's speaking. Trying to do that in different personalities I think would be nearly impossible.
1: Yeah, I guess I would agree with that.
0: So I, I'm curious to see if they even handle that because I think you could do a movie with the character without that.
1: Yeah, just yeah. a wacky guy with
0: guns and a sword.
1: Yes, without the the running commentary. Yeah. Okay. I I, I agree. I think it, I think it's gonna work.
3: No, definitely. Um, what I'm really interested in seeing, and it's probably a long shot, but um, you know the actor T.J. Miller sounds like a person his name I remember once. <laughs> he's in a couple movies, he's much of a comedian, but um, I feel like you're going to know his name more after this movie. He's a funny actor, does a lot of comedy movies, and um, he saw him in the trail and he's he's talking. The to Ryan avocado Reynolds. line. Yeah, he's yes. the oh, avocado. That's line. Him? Okay, I think I've seen him in other. He's very funny. He'll, he'll probably be a household name by after this. More, he's, heard, he's really funny. But he was in like a movie called um, She's Out of My League, whatever it is. But he's just like always the funny best friend. But he always has funny one-liners. But he'll probably have a lot of funny jokes. Like everyone's probably like, Oh, Ryan Miles is let to be awesome. But this TJ Miller watch out. I feel like he's going to having a pretty good part that a lot of people will overlook. Now we know Jack is going to be cheering every time he comes on screen.
2: Really? I'm pretty sure
1: that. I
0: have
3: the sign. I
0: that
1: may be his bromance.
3: No, that's not my bromance.
1: No, no, not that there's anything wrong with it. We turned into this discussion before. No, my about bromance... About the guesses, bromances. <laughs> <My>
3: <laughs> the bromance I had, the guy that uh, was the bromance he's that he's dead now, was the Schweiz. Was Patrick Schweiz? He was awesome, but um.
1: That says so much.
3: Deadpool though, like um, is he good or bad? Like what's the story? Behind yes. You? Do you know or
1: no? Yeah, that's the answer. Yes, he is. He's good and bad. He He's started out. Okay. He started out as a villain, and we probably have multiple audience screaming at you right now. Just so you know.
3: I'm li- well. I need to learn this.
1: Would you agree with that? Like most so, people so listening are like
0: Jack,
3: you're an idiot. So it sounds like More you both need to go to dead
0: school. <laughs> oh look at
3: that
1: dead school I like that Well played. Uh, I need sir. to go
0: over
3: there thank you. I
1: mean it's no Diane's jetty. Really.
3: <laughs> by the way I missed last week's uh, last episode but that was awesome applaud to you yeah.
0: thank you for stroking my ego on my <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> so much to uh, say man. that was a good episode
3: Thank you.
1: Look at that. It's always good when the the rest of the talent, you know, tells us how good we are.
0: Yeah. But that's something that you can check out on our website. So tonight we're talking about Deadpool.
1: That's correct. Deadpool. So, expectations for this. High, low, meh.
0: I'm expecting it to to be as good as I figure, or better than I figured they would have done. I don't want to have set my expectations too high. Uh, the thing that really gets me is I think they have the right guy doing it. I agree. And, and somebody who's championed for this movie to be made for so long. I mean, you see, there, I'm sure there are projects that George Clooney doesn't get made, you know, just because he can't do it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds never gave up on this, and I think that that has a lot to do with why it's happening. And if nothing else, when... You can usually tell when a lot of love gets poured into a film. It's, it's weird talking about a lot of love being poured into Deadpool, um,
2: <laughs>
0: but I think that there's a level of commitment there that we don't necessarily see with other movies. Not that they're not doing the best job they can, but there, there's clearly another level here.
1: Passion. Yeah. Huge amounts of passion for this project.
3: No, I totally agree. Um, Since I've gotten older, like, I don't want to predict movies anymore. I don't want to be like, oh, this is definitely happening. Like you said, um, I don't want to set my sights too high, too. But, like, I want to be, I want to make sure this is going to hold my attention the whole way through, but seeing the trailer... So when you talked to the producers and the directors and said, hey, this needs to keep my attention the whole way through. Damn right. Yeah, these... (laughs) It shouldn't be, You said you
0: were going to make sure,
3: so Well, exactly. You want to be entertained. Like, um, you want to see a good movie and, like... Like, I saw Ant-Man recently. That was good. Um, these Marvel's doing a really good job with all their movies. And um, I'm just excited to see this one. Like you said, uh, Ryan Reynolds, like... Um, I cannot think of another actor that would play Deadpool right now. Off the top of my head. Like, can you? You?
4: You know,
0: I think... Uh, I mean, you could make a short list. There's the ones people always go to. Chris Pine, could probably handle it. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people don't like Ryan Reynolds, um, partly because of Ren Lantern, partly just because they they perceive him uh, as as kind of a joke. Well, you know, my introduction to to him was in uh, the movie Wade.
1: Loved that movie. And
0: I worked in the restaurant business for years, and that was exactly what it was like. And it just blew my mind. So that was my first experience. He really couldn't have done anything wrong after that. I mean, I'm not a member of the fan club, but I, I really liked the guy. I thought he was hilarious. Ben
3: Wilder, That,
0: that was, was my first
1: introduction. All oh, fantastic got, movie. I wish
3: I had that, a copy of that. I, of that. Uh, I
0: generally don't watch comedy movies, but like it's,
3: it's. <laughs> I can't spoil it. You gotta try it sometime. I know. It's like it's try. trying to get me to do drugs. Right. It feels good. <laughs> Jack, I don't
0: want to be on the drugs. You're on, no matter how much fun you seem to be having.
3: I don't even know what's going on.
0: The time. <laughs> yeah. well, I believe that. <laughs> we have noticed. So, uh, Paul, you said at some point here uh, we're going to have Jeff sitting down with us, right? Yes, and the they're,
1: they're, I, that is the plan. I did see that he just walked in the door, so hopefully he'll be swinging over to give us a howdy how do.
3: Howdy do? Yeah. Is that cool? Uh, uh, i that don't know. probably add on to it that howdy do,
0: do. So, I know everybody was all excited to, to hear Andrew here tonight because he was at the last premiere party. I just got word he's not coming. Oh. Is he coming to the movie or? No. no, the weather holding up. I don't know. Once I saw the no, so, so know, I just shut the screen off on the phone. Is that okay? <laughs> I can't wait till he use that. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: um, Andrew, thanks for nothing. <laughs> A little harsh. Well,
0: no. I mean, you uh, gotta tell. People, I know, you yep. gotta tell people when you're not going to show up. Uh, these, these are like you know first or second grade manners that they, they teach kids. Other response uh, I mean, cat yeah, school and manners. I really should mm-hmm. equate those two mm-hmm. things. Well,
2: yeah.
0: okay. <laughs> uh, I mean,
1: if it is weather-related, I totally understand that. It's, it's pretty nasty out. Yeah.
0: We, uh, you know what I would have done, Paul, if I couldn't show up because of the weather? called me? Yes. Yeah. Or just Skyped in. Or Facebook messaged you, or something. Smoke signals. Yeah. Anything. (laughs) (laughs) How would you know to go outside and look for smoke signals? You can text me and
3: then (laughs) say, hey look outside for the smoke signals. Put the geek pod logo in the air. That would be
1: great. Get our own geek symbol.
2: Uh, (laughs) We already have our geek symbol. Well we have the symbol but we just need it on that. Wow,
1: we're all squirreling right now, you realize that. (laughs) Yeah, well I
2: mean we...
3: Where do we got to go with this? Paul Stillen was going right. I had to get changed real quick afterwards. Paul would have been dressed like that. Yeah. Yeah, he likes to look dapper for movies. His dreams die. Yeah. Baglet. <laughs> so... Uh, since not
0: you're not bag a at. What? What? No, I already ate.
3: <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> since... Um, you're not a Deadpool fan. Have there been any other Wildly Field creations you you liked?
1: Um, no, I'm much more partial to people with feet.
2: I hope you have feet What? <laughs>
1: I said no. I'm much more partial to with than. Wow, we back up. I said I'm much more partial to characters with feet, because Liefeld is well known for not drawing feet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wow, Was it totally Bible kills Bible. the joke.
0: Yeah, I had no idea what you were talking about. Okay. Not
5: much? Good you.
1: The man, the myth, How's the legend, coming on. Oh, the
6: drive-in was great. My tauntaun froze before I hit the first marker. So <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's real good. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, Jeff Watkins.
6: What's up, guys? You How ready for this movie? Yeah, oh, we're excited, excited. Very excited. Yeah, I'm rocking. I'm rocking winter casual. I got a backwards hat, so I ain't got to do yeah. my hair. I okay. got the scarf, keep my neck warm. Nice sweater and jeans. Smell like avocado because I made some sandwiches before <laughs> I got here. But I'm psyched. I'm ready to see this, man. I'm I ready. can't wait. Even not being
1: a not a fan of Deadpool. I'll be honest with
6: you. I mean, this is as a as a comic shop owner guy. This is pretty blasphemous. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care for Deadpool. It's just not so much that I don't care for Deadpool. It's what I call Dave Matthews Syndrome. It's not that I don't like Dave Matthews Band. I just don't like people who like Dave Matthews Band. But, I find That's myself funny. unable to really identify with them. So here I am. My life's been dedicated to comics. Been doing it since Training Wheels, and I love it. And it's such a rich history, and it's a diverse, moral st- form of storytelling. And you try to convey the importance and the beauty and the message of, of comics and superheroes, and someone comes in and they're like, Do you have Deadpool? Chimichangas? Chimichangas? And I'm like, yeah, there's, there's my whole freaking career right there. You, you just walking in and saying Chimichangas. All right, cool, man. I get it. It's cool. So I just, it's not so much that I don't like Deadpool, but it just is so defiant to like what I love about comic books. Because there's always some adolescent douchebag who's got to talk about Chimichangas like they discovered the word bitch shawarma alright chill but I am excited about the movie I'm excited about Deadpool's place in history I'm excited about an R-rated comic book movie that's not gonna suck everybody that's seen it so far is raving about this movie I mean they had 100% of Rotten Tomatoes for a while Mad Max Fury Road didn't even do that that's bonkers
3: that's awesome
6: that's I out. wasn't
1: even aware of that I didn't yeah. know it was rating that high
6: true story
3: that's very really cool is. do you like Ryan Reynolds playing the part
6: You know, I don't really care for Ryan Reynolds one way or the other, but you gotta tip your hat. Um, You gotta tip your hat to him because he—he was true to what the readers wanted. He was true to what the fans wanted. He didn't just be like, you know what, give me my millions and I'll do whatever you want. He was like, if we're gonna do this, he campaigned for this movie. Like he and he was like, this is the movie. This is what we're doing. We want to be faithful. We want to take care of people that read the comics and love the comics. Stick to that. Let's do this. I mean, the movie did not have a big budget. It was like $40 million they shot that whole movie with for like really? under $40 million. Wow.
2: And That's they're, they're going to make that back today.
6: Yeah. It, during like a, a whiz, a, like this crazy weather, they're mm-hmm. still going to make it.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's already pulled in $12 million internationally. Wow.
6: Nice. I mean, it's just, it, it's a, it, it is a success story. And, uh, I mean, we're spoiled. I don't know, to, you know, to the listeners and to you guys, if you've been doing comics a long time, I'm talking longer than like 10, 15 years, you remember when comics were not. They, they just weren't cool. And, uh, It's bonkers to me to think that this year, this year alone, since New Year's 2016, we will, at the end of this year, we will have seen Deadpool, Civil War, X-Men Apocalypse, Suicide Squad, Batman Superman, Doctor Strange, and I think I might even be forgetting one. Um, But that, to me, is insane. That's insane. And you can flip on your TV and watch Arrow, Gotham, Flash, Supergirl, Walking Dead. It's S.H.I.E.L.D, Agent Carter, that's nuts, that's nuts, so just, just being a part of it's awesome, just just living it is cool, and that's come off the heels of Star Wars, which, I mean that was the last time I got to chill and hang out with you guys, that like smashed box office records. Like, it still is, right? The, the st- I think it just
3: crashed over 2 billion.
6: You know what's not? I went and saw it Saturday with my daughter and the theater was packed.
1: Awesome. That movie's been out
6: 2 months and that that's theater awesome. was jammed.
1: That's fantastic. Just, kind kind of, yeah. <laughs> see, I was telling, the, I was telling these the guys functions.
3: too, I saw Star Wars the second time as well, oh, man. and my dad introduced me to Star Wars, and uh, the second time my dad was like, I want to see Star Wars, and like when I went with him, and he was just like, I'm so excited to be here with you, it was awesome, and I, was, I got to treat him for it, it was great, he got to see love the movie, it. Guys. it was awesome.
6: I love it, it. It's, you know, and I noticed something uh, different about it every time I saw it, like each time I saw it, I caught something even like this last time I was watching my daughter and, and the scene where Han Solo's on the bridge. And sorry Deadpool, we're talking about Star Wars, I know it's your time to shine. I feel like Kanye and Taylor <laughs> he's over he's here. Sharing the spot with somebody else most of the time. Uh, it, it feels like Kanye and Taylor. When Con- I'm going to let you finish Deadpool, uh, but Star Wars <laughs> had the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> but, see a Star Wars But yeah, that, in a scene in the bridge, um, and spoilers if, if you haven't seen it, and if you're one of the four people in the world that hasn't seen it yet, but um he's on the bridge and the it's when han solo and and kylo ren are you having that final confrontation and the even the lighting um kylo ren's face like there's a the sun is being absorbed half his face is blue but there's all this red lighting from the detonators and half his face is red and he's like i'm struggling i'm being ripped apart just then right when he's saying this and he puts his hand out han solo grabs a lightsaber that's when the sun finishes being absorbed and the blue just gives way to all the red. All the red on his face. And that's when he strikes him with a saber. And that's that's some shit I picked up on the third time. Awesome. She's your next guest. Winner of the golden ticket.
4: Standing right in front of us. Uh, Tell him what the golden ticket is. Yeah, about, to explain. Yes.
6: All right, so so we put the, the Deadpool screen together and um the, the theater, uh, Regal Cinema was kind enough to give us a um a double-sided theatrical release movie poster. So we said we'd give it to somebody. So I sketched up a quick that was the golden ticket, and, and you won it. So uh, you win the, the double-sided movie poster, like the actual theatrical release movie poster. Let's oh, oh, awesome. awesome. oh, awesome.
4: step to the mic and introduce ourselves. Please. Oh. okay. And just so so tell them how happy you
6: are to win these golden tickets.
4: We are. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> thank I'm you so excited. See. I didn't even realize it was double-sided. That's
6: awesome. It's it's what, yeah. It's like a the, you can't buy those posters. You can only get them from the movie theater. So we're we're happy you won it. It's awesome. Well,
4: cool, thank you.
2: You, uh, Sarah. you beat me too. <laughs> Carson, Sarah there you go. <laughs> Sarah she has exactly. no idea what's happening to her. Exactly. Right congratulations, that's, congratulations. that's
6: congratulations. awesome. I was wondering who got that. That's awesome. That's so cool. That rules. Do you know where that is? Uh, nowhere. Stop the room straight back, sticking out of the thing. Taking care of business. There you yeah, go. you know that's, that's the thing awesome. with with this kind of job. You're always on the clock, and not to them complaining because I love what I do. I really do. And days like this, it's just getting geared up for Deadpool all night. It's been awesome. And even following Deadpool up until now, uh, you know, Rob Liefeld uh, made some controversy. He was interviewed by the New York Times in anticipation of the Deadpool movie. And he said that he was, like, co-creator. Apparently, some comment was made about his co-creator, Fabian uh, Nicieza. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Fabian. I'm a big fan. But um, he... He actually was like, he kind of said, well, if the janitor was in the room, he would get a co-credit, co-creator credit, too. And Dan Slott, who takes issue with everything, took issue with it, and they got in a big fight. But Rob and Fabian agreed that it was an out-of-context quote that was placed intentionally to make a mess, and Rob meant no ill will. And uh, in light of that, uh, Bleeding Cool reported today, um, there was an image creator who had a bunch of independent books, which, if you're an independent creator, images definitely where you end up um so he had written this something on his twitter and bleeding cool had picked it up and he had said that as a young image up-and-coming creator he would do a lot of conventions and he said that rob was always personable kind walked through the entire convention shook hands with everybody and um was polite and at this um at these at this i think it was san diego at the san diego convention for example um People had walked up to him. His name was Cody Chamberlain, by the way. Cody Chamberlain had said that people had walked up to Rob throughout the convention and throughout the day, like, harassed him, made fun of the way he draws, called him names, shit-talked him, and not, like, constructive criticism, but, like, booing him, like, heckling him. And he's like, I've never seen that before or after. Like, Rob's the only one that puts up with this. And he never fights back. He never gives a hard time. He just sketches for the kids and he draws. And he's like, and he ended it with, yeah, I like that guy. And um, let me tell you, I do, I do more conventions than anyone else in Central New York. And uh, we've had several encounters with Rob this year, and every word of that is true. Rob walked right up to our booth. We had a very active booth at Wizard World Philadelphia. He came right up, introduced himself, shook hands. We talked for minutes, and minutes until somebody came up with a stack of the Mutants 98s and chased <laughs> him away. But, you know, I saw him again in Pittsburgh, he like, hey man, good to see you again. And this is six months later. And he's like, great to see you again. How's everything going? Shop in Syracuse. He's a genuine dude. So." Yeah, if you've been in comics a long time, you've heard the Rob Liefeld stories. But you know, as, as far as as far as I'm concerned, as far as Cloud City's concerned, we're fans. Always will be, always.
3: That's great. That's awesome.
6: We love him. We love that guy. And comic creators are kind of my, like Jonas Brothers, anyway. I mean, I worked in the music industry for a long time. I, and I got to. I told you guys before. I got to book like Fall Out Boy for like ninety kids, like plain white tees. I worked with like Fifty Cent, and I, I, that never really. I never was like starstruck. I never cared, but I booked my first Comic Con. And um, you know, I'm a young idiot. And who does my Comic Con? Um, it, it's, it's insane. Marv Wolfman, the writer of Crisis, <laughs> the creator of The Teen Titans, uh, the creator of uh, Blade the Vampire Hunter. Like, he, f- he let me fly him in from California to do my small Comic Con at the Holiday Inn. And he was as gracious and as kind as polite. But just picking up from the airport, I'm like, Sir, what can I grab you? And he's like, you can cut it with a shit. He's like, we're, we're we're good. The nicest, nicest man, and, and that's why God's like, you know, Roger Stern, for example. You know, the biggest, a biggest sweetheart, a, a nicer guy in comics. That I know not, um, but those guys are always kind of my rock star. They're always the poster in my locker, and I'm just like, man, this is awesome. Like you, you actually you make this you you create this you wrote it you drew it it's, it's a great feeling so being a part of Deadpool jo- you know joking aside and I wasn't joking I do hate the chimichanga bullshit and I hate <laughs> I hate the way people are like I like Deadpool and nothing you know chimichangas but all that aside like I I love Deadpool's place in comics he you know I'd been reading for a few years when he got involved and I just remember those I remember getting those issues I remember selling New Mutants 98 for a dollar piece over the years and of course now I would love to have them all back but uh I just I, I like his place in the, in the lore I not just his because he's like cool and happening again right now kind of like Harley Quinn is also like the coolest thing right now but um I just I just I love it I love that this is the world we're in I love that we are talking on a podcast about a movie we're about to see and it's one of half a dozen that we are going to experience in 2016 that shit is bonkers it just and
1: like is. you said it's not like it used to be where if you get comic book movies it's The big names, the mainstream guys, now we're getting such a wide variety of
6: it. Now, from a retailer perspective, the fan in me... You know, I always say I wear two hats. One is the guy that has been reading comics his whole life. The other is the guy that like feeds his kids with it. It's my job. The two hats never fit on my hat. They never fit on my head at the same time, really. What we're seeing now is like... It used to be when we were kids, it was Marvel and DC. But now it's Warner Brothers. In Disney, and everybody's trying to conform to what they saw in the movie. So now we got film studios that are basically being like, you know, some people like Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's make everything Rocket Raccoon and Groot. And I'm like, look, because somebody saw Guardians of the Galaxy on Blu-ray, they're not going to be a weekly comic buyer. You have to look out for. And this this goes to you, Marvel and DC. I'm looking at you guys. You got to look out for us. You got to look out for those of us that have kept this going since the '40s. And if you think that you can make a trade with a small but loyal Dedicated comic reading fan base, and you think you can trade that for like a giant movie base? That giant movie base is never gonna be full time. Drop in the comic store every week, comic collectors—they're not. It didn't. It didn't work for Ghost Rider. It not You know, it it doesn't work that way. And uh, so, pursuing that equilibrium, having that balance—it's the way to go. You know, I've been loving these movies. I'm enjoying them. They're doing a great job with them. I don't want to see these movies become so powerful that they are eradicating what I love about comics. You know, We're talking on the verge of DC's new DC's relaunching, well they don't want to I'm sorry, relaunching the word, it's called Rebirth but New 52 doesn't feel like that long ago. It wasn't even five years ago. So why, why start all over? To match your TV movie universe. It doesn't, forget about it. Just make good stories. Scott Agreed. Snyder gets it. Scott Snyder gets it every month. He does it with Batman he turns it out don't give up on books like Suicide Squad. Once you quit on Suicide Squad and then you have to do New Suicide Squad, people are already dedicated to Suicide Squad. That's why number one is going for 200 bucks right now. So, and I love Harley Quinn. but I don't need 15 Harley Quinn books. I just need a few good ones. So uh, luckily for me, next week I get to be in Portland, Oregon for the Comics Pro Retail Conference. And uh, you know hopefully you get to have some good face time with these guys and... Make it work.
1: Make your voice heard. Nice. That's
6: awesome. You know, it's not my voice. I think, I think it's a lot of people's voice. You know, it's also my job to be in constant feedback with everybody. It's my job to talk to everyone that comes in here. Our mantra is we don't have customers, we have friends, and it's important to to convey the chorus of messages to these guys. And at the same time, tip my hat for what they're doing right. I mean, there's a lot of excellent stuff going on in comics right now.
1: Definitely. There's a... I mean... Going back to the Deadpool thing, and you and I had this discussion, I think it was two weeks ago. You, you actually pushed me to buy the issue that I've actually, my very first Deadpool centric issue and it's the Deadpool 2099, yes. you, you put it in my hand and said, seriously, just read this.
6: Well, and from a collector's standpoint, within a week, that was a $15 book, like literally like a few days after, I mean, if only if only stocks performed <laughs> like that. No. It, you know, uh, you can buy something for three bucks and sell it for fifteen a week later. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I like I like a lot of what the big companies are doing um, from a fan perspective. I, I from a retailer's perspective, I think some of the variant stuff is like I don't say, I don't say the variants are out of control. People do collect them. People do love them. Myself included. But behind the scenes. Marvel will be like, oh, if you want to carry this variant, you need to order 150% of what you ordered of this issue four months ago. And when you're trying to do something like hip hop variants, you know, you're stuck with a lot of leftover copies yeah. of, you know, the Weird World and <laughs> Incredible Hercules, and uh, not not to, diss the, not to diss the creators of those books, they're talented guys and I, and I appreciate it, but it, it it's, it's kind of gotten rough. It's gotten rough to be a retailer, let's put it that way. It's gotten, it's gotten tricky, for sure.
1: I can't even imagine. I don't know how you do it. I'm glad you do, because I don't know what else I would do with myself every week. But, um, it's yeah, it's got to be a difficult world, right? I mean...
6: You know, it's, it's work. Like There's that old saying that if you, if you do what you love every day, you never work a day in your life. Fucking bullshit! Like that's, <laughs> that is the most untrue shit. Whoever said that never worked it in his life because he's a liar. Um, it's always work, you know. And it's work if you take it seriously. And part of what I do is is calculate odds. Part of what I do is 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 Wall Streety in the sense that I'm 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 betting. You know, when people read like on a on a news website or, or here on a podcast, like, "Well, this book sold you know x amount of copies." That doesn't mean that X amount of clients walked into a store and bought it. It means the stores bought it. Every comic on your retailer shelf is already bought and paid for. That's it. There's no like, well, I didn't sell this many. I'm going to send them back and get my money back. It doesn't work that way. It's a direct market through monopoly distribution. So it's, um, if you're not constantly, constantly communicating with your client base and ordering in the right way, you're not going to be long in the comic business.
0: So do they think by forcing you to buy X number of copies of another book that they're going to somehow have the, the basically the, the comic book stores become the promoters and get people They've thought that, that for
6: decades, and, that, and it's, they don't think it. They, they know it, and it's true. Um, you know, Eric Stevenson, who's the publisher at uh, Image Comics, recently sat down for an interview, and they were talking about 2015, and they were, um, they said, we looked at the top-selling books, of 2015. Image didn't have an entry in the top selling individual comics until place 145 with We Stand On Guard number 1. They basically, um, they, it was 145th place before Image showed up. And Eric seems well, let's take a look at the top 50 graphic novels. And Image had 7 of the top 10, and the vast majority. And what that says to me is who's putting out the stories that people want to read. I can tell you right now what I sell in Walking Dead graphic novels and it is jarring how much people will spend. And and not just Walking Dead, but Image is doing something right. Their volume ones of trade paperbacks are always $9.99, which makes me able to order more. And when I tell a person, like, you know, it's just 10 bucks and with a subscriber discount, it's 8 bucks to try the first 4 or 5 issues, they're willing to give it a shot. And of course if they like it, they'll come back with volume 2, volume 3, volume 4, so on and so on. If in the case of Walking Dead up to volume 20, 25 or 26 or something, I could be wrong, that might be a low number 2. But um, they're on to something. They're, they're on to something with their creators. They're on to something with what they're doing. And a lot of big talent is heading there. So it's fascinating to watch and I'm very interested in seeing how things uh, shape up you know, in the near future because we're not talking about Marvel and DC anymore. We're talking about Disney and Warner Brothers. So Disney, like any other major company, Nike or Carol's Corp that owns Burger King or any airline, every quarter, they have to stand in front of a boardroom of stockholders and shareholders and explain their, what they did for this quarter. At that point, it starts becoming a long game. Nobody's writing for a story that lasts a year or no one's trying to market for something that is longstanding are trying to make something that goes for a quarter and that's too small of a mindset when compared to the intellect of comic book readers. <sighs> that is, I didn't oh, like think that,
2: that.
6: That's
0: kind of like what you were talking about, how Snyder gets it, that's how he's been writing Batman
6: for years now. You know, Eric Watterson has done something like 250 issues of Savage Dragon in a row, written and illustrated. Um, Walking Dead, for example, that just hit issue 151. Yeah. And, with the exception of Tony Moore doing the first uh, six issues, that was Charlie Adler for the rest of them up until currently, including covers, and of course Robert Kirkman has written every single one. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good consecutive run, and that, I think, is what is exceptional about comics. Anybody can have 15 number ones. It doesn't, we're, we're not falling for that anymore. You know? We're not. It, it, it's been a long time since anyone fell for that. But at the same time, you got you know Spawn, which for me is a tough sell. Why? It's people should love it. You know what's big right now? Power Rangers. You know, oh, they're we, rebooting man. Yeah. They, well, they just put out a new a new first issue, and stores like me were like Power Rangers. You know, whatever. Let me tell you, that one in one hundred variant is was hitting three hundred and change on eBay because it's called it, it. It's it's commonly referred to as the rule of twenty or the rule of twenty five. For example, in the seventies, late seventies, Star Wars was gigantic. And then in the 90s, people, mid-90s, people were like, I need Star Wars stuff. And they were, we, myself included, were buying it in droves. And it's because when you're a kid, you love stuff. But you're at the mercy of your parents or your paper out or you're shoveling snow or whatever kids did before Xbox came out. <laughs> and that's your income. That's how much money you have to spend. And you literally, we literally spend our entire childhood. When I grow up, when I got a big boy job, I'm going to buy every... Star Wars, Transformer, G.I. Joe, He-Man, but as time goes on, that rule of 20 becomes Pokemon, Power Rangers, and because people grow up so fast because of the advent of the internet, it kind of warps things, and now Power Rangers is one of the biggest comic phenomenons. It's insane. It's insane to me, and um, I mean, it was right there. It was right there in front of us. So like, hey, if you look at the years, you look at how old people were when Power Rangers started and how old they are now, they're going to want a Power Rangers comic, but Power Rangers, of all comic properties, was just like huge, huge. So, um, sorry, guys, can you say that.
2: That's all right. No, but like. We, um, what Jeff is saying, though, is just impressive. Like, uh, with, like, Power Rangers now, you yeah, get big?
3: Yeah, yeah, but the way you talked about it, I completely understand. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. The, those are all it's the ones the that full are full
1: grown up now year. with the disposable yeah. income, yeah. 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 and now it's too It two. doesn't matter to it's me. Like, what Jeff said, I remember yeah, yeah. when I was a yeah. kid, like, I know it wasn't a lot. was on the table, but, like,
3: yeah, like, I would save my money, and I'd be like, i need to buy, like, this Power Rangers door stock. And now I could probably buy it online if I want to, but... I can't find it anymore, it's probably worth a lot of money. I was a big Power Rangers fan, sure. the first season was my favorite.
6: Sure. Oh, it was great. So, but... Um, I try to find a copy of the new issue, it's just, it's it's tricky, it's hard. And, um, I was, I was the same way for Star Wars. I mean, when Star Wars, the first, the first Power of the Force stuff came out like 90, was that 93 or 94? I want to say it was 94.
1: I want to say it was 94. Yeah. I think I was a junior in I high mean, school.
6: people were like tripping over each other and, um, and like, walmart toy aisles to get those things like lando calrissian from like this it was not so people were looking for a half circle boba fett on the hand something mm-hmm. that that shit won't fly right now but it's it's what people are into and somebody is getting it and i want marvel and dc to get it because marvel and dc you have to realize you're, you're not just disney you're not just warner brothers you are the vanguards of something we all hold very very dear So that's that's that would be my that'd be my message to those guys
3: well It always
1: gets so deep when we're on here. And we're all like,
6: (laughs) fart jokes. (laughs) So I can get fart jokes, man. Oh, yeah.
3: Well, it's like the white Morgan Freeman over here. It's it's beautiful. (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) Hell yes. (laughs) Wow.
3: Wow.
0: Jack, that might be the smartest thing I've ever heard you say. I got more. I'm officially
6: changing. You know how you get like like an acronym after name, like PhD or like MD? Yeah. WMF. Wait, Morgan Freeman, man. That's thank you. Watch me we'll come you. back next
3: week. I don't know if you have a back tattoo. You'll like, Morgan Freeman on my
6: back now. No, I don't have more room to have my back anymore. It's, it's covered. Um, no, that's awesome. Not a lot of canvas left. But, but, yeah, I mean, but, I have an ocean scene. I think Morgan Freeman surrounded by whales and mermaids and
2: <laughs>
6: sea turtles would look kind of silly. <laughs> no, I'm going with I like it. Right. I'd probably just do Kanye instead, though. There you go. It would make, make less sense. <laughs> And now we're back. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. This is the sorry we grew up on you guys for yeah, a second. We actually, that's all right. <laughs> sorry about that. Won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen all the time tonight. Because Deadpool is all about the crew jokes, not
3: all
1: of them. Oh, look at that. So, He's bringing it back around. So are we doing an after show? That's up to the man over here. Do you want to what do a reaction show or not?
6: Uh, you know, I think, I think we should. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't, then... You know, we left the mics plugged in for no good reason. <laughs> Take that <laughs> no, <hold on>. environment.
1: But <laughs> well, that's all right, because that's kind of how we treat our audience anyway. They're usually let down with us, though.
6: So. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I think you guys got some pretty loyal and dedicated listeners. I, I actually like it. I think it's awesome. And I like what's coming out of Syracuse. I like what's coming out of Central New York. It makes me, makes me proud. It makes me proud to be from here. I love it. I love it. And I'm, I'm, we're dedicated to these movie screenings. I think we're probably going to go year-round.
3: Fantastic. So you think you want to do a Batman vs
6: Superman one? I think we will be doing all of them. Well, we got a pretty crazy calendar. Um, Cloud City is participating in the uh, in-store Comic-Con that's coming up in March and we have the exclusives for that. We're also doing, celebrating our 8th anniversary in April um, with a big celebration I'll be announcing soon with a, another local business that we're, that we're buddies with. We're going to be working on some stuff together. Uh, and then of course free comic days coming up. We've got Comic Cons all over the country, we're going to be traveling all over the place. And uh, I'm announcing shortly, Here, I'll break it here for you guys first, um, a new event that we're doing right here at Cloud City called Drawing a Blank. And what happens is uh, my favorite artistic talent, maybe 10 or 12 that I'm in contact with right now, I'm going to give them a blank comic. It can be whatever they want. It can be uh, Adventure Time, G.I. Joe, Batman, Superman, Star Wars, whatever. and. Um, they're going to have some time to make it a nice cool brilliant cover and then we're going to do like have an art show here and people can can bid on the covers that they want and and it's going to be on a Sunday after we close we can set up a bar and people can uh, drink it have an art gallery and artists who are not necessarily comic artists can give their perception of you know any of Guardians of the Galaxy Deadpool Wonder Woman whatever blank cover they want so it's a good way to p- to have like a cross section of art and comic art and That's uh, cool. that'll be, that'll That's be coming really up really in the cool. spring That's
1: awesome. I like that. And look yeah, at our first uh, Thank that you for that. I appreciate ah, that I'm just excited
6: about yeah. it, man. Nobody knows about it yet, um, and there's a lot going on for us. We we've had a collection that came in recently that was like uh, oh, I've seen
1: pieces pieces of this collection. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, you
6: dream your whole life of a collection. Walking, this has happened to me three times in my professional career, where uh, where something comes in. Where you know, everyone people you know, when you're a comic store, you buy comic collections or toy collections or magic card collections. It happens pretty regularly, and when you're a kid, you always have that dream of going. Of somebody walking in your store and you going like, "Oh, what do we got here?" and you open up the box and it's just like
1: the choir of angels, the craziest the box like, opened
6: yeah. since yes. like Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt <laughs> in Seven. Like it's just, but less blonde and more made of comics. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, sorry, Gwyneth <laughs> <that's going in. laughs> but um, <laughs> the it, it happened when I was a new store. It happened last year. And um, and it happened recently, man, and it was that collection that just, like, y- you want to be in the same room as any two or three of those comics at the same time in your life, but, you know, you're sitting there holding Fantastic Four number one, Uncanny X-Men number one, two copies of Daredevil number one, two, three, four, uh, X-Men one through 50, like, two copies, they're all mint. Two copies of number four, the first Scarlet Witch, uh, the first Loki, the first Thor, the first Odin, the first Ant-Man, like pre-Spider-Man Amazing Fantasy, like Amazing Fantasy 13, like it's th- that collection that just like puts your jaw on the floor, and you're just like, wow, and you try to play it cool, ain't no playing it cool when that happens, oh man, <laughs> I'm usually a pretty poker face guy, I'm pretty even keel, but,
2: that's
6: great. oh man, it's just, so we're, we're in the middle of working that a lot and making that available soon, so a lot on our plate a lot of cool events coming up a lot more announcements coming up but you can definitely count us for uh, these movie screenings they've been going great for us um, I mean it's snow apocalypse outside mm-hmm. it's awesome. and we still are sellout level for Deadpool right now we
3: have a good crowd here right now and we'll probably it's, see more downstairs yeah we're,
6: we're this is like a third of the people that are actually we, we have a sellout theater again so we're two for two in theater oh, sellouts sellout. yeah um
3: Mr. Star Wars one, but like from what these guys were sure, telling me we the pictures, oh my god. Like, I promised my buddy <laughs> no. who's in LA now, yeah. he's, like, he's
2: like, I want to go
6: with you, I promote art, bro. No, and there, listen, there's a lot of good reasons to miss Star Wars, There and there is. If Star Wars is something you share with people, and if, if they can't, you know, I. luckily for me, I was able to make sure that everybody that I needed to see that movie with was, I had to buy a theater out to do it. <laughs> <laughs> But I made it work. But
3: who says, yo, I bought out a theater? You can say that. That's awesome. I know.
1: Yeah. And that, did, that just lie. says something little. about probably, Jeff, yeah, where he would need to buy out an entire theater to get his, his squad to see a movie together. I can buy out a row and probably have extra seats left. Oh, it's man. Just, just I, can, I can buy <laughs> this
3: table. See, Y'all sit
6: around here. I can buy popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just, and it was one of those things, too, where originally I bought the theater kind of to, to be... I just wanted to see without people ruining yeah. it and it's not to knock like anybody but when you go to a movie and people are talking through the whole movie you're just like dude like please fuck off like you wanna
2: kill? Yeah, no. please
6: like, like ticket, tickets are not inexpensive these days and, and it blows my mind that someone would sit there and their phone's going off and I'm just like dude you gotta be kidding me so I was like this is Star Wars these characters have not been on screen since 1983 there's no way in hell I wanna hear your fucking iPhone ringer there's no way no, there's, I don't wanna hear your kid I don't wanna see your kid mm-hmm. That goes double for Deadpool, it's all rated. Ryan Reynolds even put a thing out today, So he put a tweet out today, he's like, don't be an asshole parent. This is not a kid's movie, don't bring your kids. Don't bring your kids and then complain to Fox that like, you brought your kid and then they don't do a sequel. Be a good parent, be smart, and I was like, hey man, good, good right. on you. Good for you.
3: Yeah, one of my friends was saying the exact same thing. He was like, yo, I'll drag you out of the theater if you're going to do that to somebody. I'm like, dude, we pay good money. Yeah. We want to see good acting. And we so stopped. that was
6: ultimately it. I got the theater so I could just kind of watch it, like me and, like, five or six of my friends. And then I, but then I felt like like the pharmacy bro guy that was, like, mm-hmm. marking up the pills. And I was like, dude, don't be that guy. Like, don't do that. So then we opened it up to, you know, Cloud City regulars that could behave themselves at movie theater. And I was like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to, like, move all these tickets, but, you know... Man, I had to turn away like a hundred yeah, fifty people, fast. which was crazy to me, yeah. you know? And even now, people are calling me like, hey, hey, can I, can I? And I'm like, man, like, <laughs> Missed out. you can't Sorry. play the bro card with me right now. would right. love it if, I love that you do but it it's just not going to work. There's no way I can do the bro card right now. But, uh, I, I, I'm excited for Deadpool, I'm excited for all these movies. Even if they're bad, they're going to be good. Right. I mean, right. There's, there's bad comic movies. Punisher Warzone. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: Spider-Man 3. Really? That was I loved Warzone.
6: You did not love yeah, Punisher Warzone. That's we, like you know, loving Al-Qaeda.
0: But you know, I liked it because it was a I, I felt it was a very good representation of some runs of the comic I'd seen. At but I
6: mean, that, that dialogue. Did. Oh, yeah. The Listen, I'm going to tell you about that. Yeah. The movie itself, when I was a kid I don't know how old I was, 5, 6. I had footy pajamas. Remember footy pajamas? Yes. Uh, I had red footy pajamas. I remember one time I was dead of winter and I was a kid and I woke up early before everybody else and I like any kid in the winter, I went to the bathroom, and I remember being in such a hurry that I zipped up real quick, and I got a nice, nice piece of my like little kid dick meat like chewed up by the chainsaw zipper of my footie pajamas. And it hurt, and I wanted to cry. You know when you cry so hard that no sound comes out? Like you bite the back of your own tongue? Like it was, it was like that. And then I realized that the only way I was getting out of it was to go the other way with the zipper, and I just had to like suck it up and do it. Okay, that experience, Better than Punisher Warzone.
3: <laughs> wow. There's something about Mary, really? <laughs> before that movie came out.
6: Better than Punisher Warzone. Up until Punisher Warzone came out, that was my low point.
3: Uh, you know what my worst one was? Max Payne.
6: Wow. Luckily, I didn't see Max Payne. I was going to say, why would you even watch that? Yeah.
3: Someone paid for my ticket. And I got yeah. for me, but it, it was not worth it. Apparently, they did not like. You know,
0: him. I think what I liked about it, it was, it was R-rated and it was. I mean, they, they kind of tried to do justice to the aesthetic and everything of the character. Uh, the previous versions hadn't really tried. They were
6: yeah, good. I mean, I liked that they tried to do an R-rated movie, but the team of sixth graders who wrote the script during oh, recess did I mean, a shit job. Story, With I dialogue, so. like there's a scene, and I'm not making this up. If you guys, if you if you're listening to this like youtube it or like rent it or buy it or check this out to confirm that i'm not full of shit right now there's a whole scene in that movie where a dude is laying on the ground in a sewer with a giant axe sticking out of his chest and then the punisher runs up and goes don't you die on me and then he goes, no, it gets better and then he goes dude i'm not gonna make it and he goes no man you gotta pull through and he goes not gonna make it punisher I'll see you in hell. And no shit. The Punisher says, if I see you in hell, I'm going to kick your ass out of there. And I'm like, who wrote this? <laughs> who put the Nickelback CD on and wrote this? Like, who did it? Like, was this the first attempt at ISIS? Was there like, you know, let's, let's really fuck some shit up. It's like, what do you want to do? Like, let's, Let's put out Punisher War Zone. It didn't quite cripple America like they thought it would. Just me. <laughs> so they're like, all right, now we gotta start blowing up shit.
0: <laughs> right. to Increased the effort. Man, those, oh those are pretty harsh God. feelings. I feel like Jeff's lost some respect for me. I'm sorry. No, no,
6: no. no I didn't lose <laughs> respect for you. No, no, no.
1: I don't think this is the first time he's accused <laughs> you of being a, a domestic <laughs> terrorist, though. I don't think so. Hi. Though.
6: How, hey, how are you? So good. Welcome to the jungle. I'm
2: just looking. You don't many any uh pop figures, do
6: we definitely did, I don't know if we still, still do. We got all of them, but I don't know. X-Files is cool as hell again. I
2: know. I just rule, rule 20. 20 rule just rule said that.
6: I was at, you know, oh. David Duchovny was at a Comic-Con I was at recently, and I walked past him, and I go, hey, Moody. Like, not even a smirk. I was like, oh, I guess I'm, <laughs> guess I'm not the first person right, to do that. <laughs> that <before. laughs> Everyone's like, everyone here likes X Files. I was like, I like californication <laughs> The first three seasons. After that, it went to shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> first three seasons were great. The rest of it, you needed a paycheck, and what good is for the you. But yep.
2: so
6: look at this line of people paying $150 for your autograph, Dakovny. Get it. Get it, boy. Right. It's crazy when I do these conventions, what people pay for shit. At one convention this year, David Tennant from Doctor Who oh. and Billy Piper. So you got to, like, a quick meet with them, take a picture with them, and they would each sign something for you. Guess how much that package cost? Just guess. Two
2: hundred dollars. Okay,
6: two hundred is a good guess. Six. She says six. Five. Five. I was gonna say eighty-five bucks. Five hundred and ninety dollars. You were the closest with six. And how long was that line? Long. All weekend long. Right. All weekend long. Any time the show is open, a minimum of two thousand people in line waiting. Do the math. Somebody walked out of there with a million dollars. Oh, yeah. And then some in, like, a suitcase. Wow.
3: See, like, um, hearing from these guys and hearing from you, you got to meet so many cool people. But the worst person I've ever got to meet, I went to Syracuse Nationals a couple of years Uh ago, is Adam he was not a nice guy. You know? He made me kneel in front of him. He made, yeah. He wasn't nice, though. I've heard of him. He's a legend. Like, we, we all love him, but he wasn't very nice at all.
6: You know, I won't name names, but there's one comic creator. And here's the thing, like, I'm not, I'm nobody. And I, I am, I'm, I'm nobody, but I can order your book. And if I like, so if someone, uh, the friends of ours that we've met here, Becky Cloonan, Brendan Fletcher, Ethan VanSkyver, I order a ton of their books, more than I can sell. I take a loss on them because you know what? You, you came to my store, you, you came to Syracuse, you met our readers, you signed their stuff. I, I will pay you back every month for the rest of my life. But the flip of that, my... My uh, Adam West story, I won't name names, but the one creator, um, I met him at a convention and he was a complete dick to me, humiliated me. Then I met him at another convention in another city, he did the same thing, and I just watched him kind of be a dick to everybody. And I was like, I'll never order your book. Um, I, will, I will order enough for the subscribers, maybe one for the shelf, but that's it. Right. That's it. Like, that's done. And, th- and this dude was the artist on one of my favorite, favorite storylines of all time. And, and then you got someone like Michael Turner, who is the nicest sweetheart, who could not appreciate and love his fans enough, and he, and he dies young. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. That's not tough. right.
3: Yeah. You appreciate all these... Like, I appreciate it. I loved that man when I was a kid. I loved my dad raised me on that show when I was a kid. Yeah. But, like, like I, but he just said, like, kneel in front of me. You can't touch me. You can't do all these things. I'm like, okay. Uh, I, I waited in line for three hours. So I was like, I'll appreciate it. So, like,
6: yeah. And, and I think that was a pretty expensive... Uh, opportunity as well.
3: Yes. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Alright. Gentlemen, I'm watching the clock here. Okay. Yeah, we're
6: at 8.30. We're shutting down 10 minutes. I'd like to welcome a special guest to the broadcast. Very special guest.
1: No, no, no. no, no. Not that one. This Not that one.
6: This is my brother-in-law, Anthony Granga.
1: What's going on? Anthony, doing? How's the He looks there? like
2: he's still <laughs> falling it's out. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful it's winter, winter It's a winter window. It's a snow globe.
6: Anthony, uh... I suckered Anthony into letting me marry his twin sister. No no take backs, bro. <laughs> it, was the, it was the balloon
1: animals at my son's um, uh, birthday party. That was a great Sixth time. Was. That was a great time. He had me at Blue Animals. It was a good one.
6: <laughs> that was it. We <laughs> I think I just
0: made a bunch of like rubber phallic symbols. I
1: tried
6: really hard. you're getting a way? sword. That's <laughs> what, what I, I can make. It's cool. <laughs> it was <laughs> I the easiest to make. It was you know, it's it's it was a good, a good, good time making balloon animals. That was—I remember—I forgot about it until you just mentioned it. But yeah, I was like, you know, I can do this thing. And they're like, "What can you do?" I was like, you know, like make balloon animals. And it sounds like
3: the movie Wedding Crashers. Like, make me a
2: bicycle clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I made Wrigley Field to scale last week. At another <laughs> <laughs> to scale, Wrigley
6: Field to scale. <laughs> I, I pulled it to-scale Andre Dawson out of the green. He just used to
4: like to swat away bees after a while. He was just like a bunch of rubber phallic swords swatting away bees around the punch. Bonkers,
6: man. Uh, yeah, balloon animals. See what happens. You go to a kid's birthday party. You make balloon animals. You get someone who's as close to your brother. I'm just saying, kids, have a stupid trick. Like, know how to do something stupid.
4: Yeah, Pat's got it.
6: I, I just do like do that one thing that no one else in the room can do. That's my advice to all the lonely, horny teenagers who are not getting any weight like at all right now. Learn something cool. <laughs> <Take laughs> yes, yeah,
2: so I'm a notes. teenager. Yeah, no, I'm
3: not. No.
1: okay. The teenager thing, no. But are you taking notes on the rest of that?
3: Just
1: no, <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> just sweat on my head. Just have a, you know my exactly. my friend my my bro
6: Brian. You know, successful guy, good looking guy, and coming up like girls would fall at this guy's feet, but he would do magic tricks, <laughs> and I'm just like. The girls like? <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. Okay. Like, like like he'd be like, Oh, you know, you're really pretty. Hey, watch this. And he'd like pull something from behind her ear and they would eat it up. And I'm it's just like Harrison. of all the stupid, like dumb things. And I remember making fun of you goes, I guess I wanna learn some magic tricks. I go, We're fucking mountain climbing right now, like we're doing some pretty manly shit. Just tell the tell her you're a mountain climber, that'll work out good. He's like, No, I'm gonna learn some card tricks. I remember thinking it's joking, but sure as shit, we're at a party one time and he was like, So guys Instead of saying some cool profound thing, he like pulls out a deck of cards and sure, within within fifteen minutes, everybody's eating out of his hand. Nice. Learn a trick, something that you can do that no one else in the room can do. Don't drop
2: the cards, drop the pins. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. great. And love it. Amazing. <laughs> I love it, man. I'm going
6: to pass the mic over to my man, Josh. I'm going to step out. GeekPod, thank you for having me as always, man. I absolutely adore you guys. You're doing killer work, and, and thank you for having me. Any, any, Anytime we can get together. But
2: we'll see
1: for the movie. We're going to wrap it up, let Josh come in, say yeah, his piece, and then we're going to uh,
4: go watch some, some movie. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to GeekPod. welcome to geek pod guys this is josh Uh, you've heard me before if you've been listening Uh, we are here at cloud city comics as you've been talking about for the better part of an hour and a half we're here at cloud city for the deadpool uh party and launch uh there's about 50 some people that have come through got their tickets and headed down to the theater uh i'm excited to get a seat and uh start watching this rated r superstar what are you guys uh, what are you guys ex- most excited about? The costume, the battles, the X-Force implications, uh, the crude jokes. He got crude jokes, that. burritos <laughs> and tacos. That's it. What
2: chimichangas?
0: Oh, I don't I'm not
2: that guy.
4: Jimmy chimichangas. <laughs> chimichangas. Y- y-
3: you
0: oh, of you know, the You know, there's something to be said there though. You know, back before I started my diet. You know what I had for breakfast every day? Jimmy chimichangas. chimichangas. Yes, two of them. You know why? Because corn tortillas taste better than flour tortillas. I mean, there, there's something real there.
4: I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, <laughs> I, I, my goal in life is to be undeniable proof that you can live on tortillas and tequila's alone. Nice. Yeah. So that's that's a life goal. Um, but nonetheless, uh, if you missed this moment, if you didn't get to Cloud City on time, you you missed another premiere. You missed another big event. This isn't the last one. We will be offering more. Uh, Superman v Batman comes up real quick on the schedule. Also followed by Suicide Squad. Keep listening, tune in, come see us, come find us for those tickets, and just come down and read some comics because that's what's uh, the most important thing to do in 2016. Just keep reading, keep reading your comics because we're cooler than everybody else now. That's right. Well, the geeks you know, have inherited the earth. That's How many right. Times have
1: I, used I know. That right that's uh, well, they, they, a they
4: started it once. I mean, one person said the geeks have inherited the earth and they were talking about Bill Gates, and 15 years later, like, we're sitting on the throne now. Like, everything is being produced for us. So we're this wouldn't have happened a decade ago sitting in a room talking on four mics with 20 people getting ready to go sit in a room with 70 special people to watch the best movie we are getting ready to close this down and go see deadpool all right
1: so if you missed it come back we are wrapping up right now and we will probably come back afterwards to finish the episode with our initial reactions so stay tuned And we are back. We have all seen the movie now. You are about to listen to our initial reactions from seeing Deadpool in 5, 4, 3, 2, 2 one 1. You've been fucking warned. Okay. Spoiler it away. Dr. Hugh, what did you think?
0: You you know, it was... uh I was very happy with the movie. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that uh, maybe you know could have been done better. There were a couple things that, that kind of bugged me, but overall, I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, it was really enjoyable. I laughed my ass off. Um, you know, the things that stuck out to me, first of all, were... And this is probably very indicative of how uh, well Ryan Reynolds, you know, I don't know if it's prepared for the role or just is... You know, Deadpool. But a lot of the dialogue felt like if you've seen him in other movies, like *Waiting*, where he just, where it sounds like he's just making it all up off the cuff. You know, a lot of the dialogue was delivered in that fashion. Uh, if he said they had only written half the dialogue and the rest just came out of his mouth, I totally would buy it because it felt spontaneous. Uh, I don't know if you got that impression. I certainly did. Um, it was one of the things that I wasn't super fond of. And this is just because it kind of sets the stage for the, the future X-Men movies. Don't know how I feel about that Colossus. It looked great. Uh, he sounds like a very old, old Russian man, which creeps me out when I think about him and Kitty Pride. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I know he's supposed to be big, but they made him so big he can't turn back to flesh and be a person because there isn't a person on the face of this planet that's that fucking big to play him. You know, he, he was it was kind of exaggerated. It, nothing about it was bad, but I kind of felt like
1: something just didn't sit right with him. Uh, well,
0: it means we're not going to get a traditional, we're never going to have a, a Colossus like we saw in the comics. I mean, I actually didn't mind what they did in um, X Men: Last Stand with Colossus. Uh, it, it was about you know what you would expect it, a guy that can turn his uh, skin to metal to be. You know, I was right. okay with it. You know, it wasn't the best effect in the world, but it didn't suck. Uh, this was a completely CGI character, and while it looked great. Now he always has to be a CGI
2: character.
1: Right, because he is so exaggeratedly large. But the one thing about him that I really did like was the fact that his outfit was super, super comic accurate. Yes. From the last iteration of X-Force, I believe. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I I don't want it to sound like I didn't like the character. I just... uh, I guess I hadn't really seen him in action. We saw the previews and the commercials, but you couldn't really get an idea of just how big he was. Right. And so now it's like, yeah, you know, they're they're not ever going to have him. I mean, dude, if he tried Play to give, yeah, yeah, it, it, that character tried to give you know Hugh Jackman the fastball special. By by that I mean the Wolverine Colossus move. I mean, it, yeah, Colossus is bigger than Wolverine. This is going to be like you know me picking up one of my figures at home and throwing it, hurling it. Yeah, yes. it's so much bigger. Uh, Beyond that, oh, it was nice seeing uh, Marina uh, Baccarin, I believe is how you pronounce her name, Uh, Love drawn Firefly, and she's super hot, so it was nice to see her in something. Uh, Big like this, you know, a big comic book movie again.
1: As opposed to being on Gotham every week.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which I just can't make myself watch. It's a Uh, good show. uh, But that's Jack's
3: opinion, so... It's yeah. it's pretty
0: damn good. I, I watched the first season. Well, the most first of the season seasons. wasn't as
3: good. The second season, every episode is jam packed. I promise you, they're all over like an eight point five review every week. The first season, uh, like you Jack meter
0: no, TV meter. Uh, because <laughs> everything I keep reading keeps saying, you know, I can't believe this stuff's still on TV. So
1: yeah, how is it still happening? Or
0: or you know, Jim Gordon does the stupidest thing again. Or this week, I can't believe Jim Gordon did something stupider than he did last week. That's what I keep reading about it. So no it hasn't really influenced me to uh, to watch it. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Deadpool. Uh, other parts of the movie that... Uh, it, you know, it, it seemed like there should have been a little bit more with this shadowy organization.
1: Yeah, who the into, hell were they? Because they yeah. never really named them.
0: Yeah, uh, there's also the fact that, you know... He's just like, hey, I'm going to inject with you a thing. And then we'll torture you until your mutant gene activates. I, I thought that was a little bit lazy.
1: Especially since, don't they have drugs that can accelerate your... That,
0: yeah, that, that I mean, it, it's, it's not even like they didn't have a way around that or out of it. I mean, they've already... I mean, look what they did to get to, you know Wolverine and Origins and, and all that stuff, and it, it, there were other ways to go with that, okay? And, and I just thought that was a little bit on the lazy side, because they still... Actually, everything could have played out exactly the same if they'd just given a slightly better ex, ex, explanation. Um, unless their whole thing was, how do we get them into a... Yeah, an iron lung. That was that's what that machine was, right? Right. Um, a bare What do they call those? Berry barometric
2: ac- chamber. Barometric oh. chamber. Bar, bar, yeah. Yeah. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Sure. yeah. I'm fairly <laughs> certain that they could have found another way to do that, but um, other than that, yeah, I, I thought it was great.
3: Um, what I found that was really good um was the opening credits. Like they didn't say oh. an insur- They didn't say an uh, actor's name. They just said this interesting idea. Or like, like so many like like
0: filmed by this douchebag.
3: Exactly, or an overpaid person right here. <laughs> it was That was just, I thought, like, next to uh, Zombie Man. Like, those are two of my favorite opening credit movies of all time. And it was really cool how they opened the credits. It was, like, a cool how they did it. You're, like, like and then, like, you, he puts, like, a cigarette. Yeah, and like, what is that, like? He puts
0: a cigarette guy in. What's that? No, um, that's, that's what just came out of his mouth, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. I, no, I, I'm not no, that, right? He, t- he put no, a cigarette guy no, in. No,
3: it's, the, um... You, you, uh, push lighter, the cigarette... Lighter. Cigarette lighter, yeah. He puts that in somebody's forehead. That was awesome. Like, you're like, what's going on here? And I like how he looks at the camera. I like... I'm a big fan of one of those, how they do that. Like breaking show, the
2: fourth
1: wall.
3: Breaking the fourth wall. Like, the show House of Cards does that. I like uh, somebody that looks at the camera and talks to you and entertains you. I like how somebody interacts with the audience. But, like you said, um his origin story was a little rushed it was a little wishy-washy I I didn't feel 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 rushed rushed. I felt I I don't know what I felt like it just didn't feel right something was about it
1: it wasn't coherent logically I guess
0: I don't even know if you go that far it just it didn't it it, it, compared to the rest of it where it felt like there was strong writing in order to get that many rapid fire jokes Mm -hmm. and, and references into it that part felt lazy
3: what I did like, though, I liked um, how he was with the blind lady. It was kind of like his Aunt May. And what the like,
0: fuck were they talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Him and the lady, she they were talking about <laughs> something. Okay, they were they using... No, them. no, they were using... I thought they were talking about furniture or something. What, what I are they have saying? no idea.
3: I was lost in all that, too. She, was saying, she was saying, she's like, this the last maze Craigslist or something. And oh, no, wearing a cross.
2: No,
0: no, no, no the, they were...
1: The, all the different words like uh, they were yeah. using
0: words I don't uh, know oh, or understand okay. I don't generally run across that on a regular basis so to go to watch a movie and watch two characters like use like say entire sentences and words I've never heard before is a little rare
1: yes gotcha. it was very very odd
0: I'm gonna have to look that up because I still don't know what the hell they were talking
3: about can we all agree though Stan Lee's cameo was amazing uh, <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> hilarious
0: and how yeah. about that boobs in a superhero movie I did not think they'd go there
1: yeah Pretty nice I, too. I liked it it was impressive. This is definitely a whole new take on a Marvel movie.
0: Well, you know, my 11-year-old really wants to watch this movie. And That's like, not going to oh, happen, I is know. it?
2: I uh, never know.
0: I mean, she, she loves vi- she When she laughs when people, when violence happens, and she has boobs, so, I mean, it's, it's not like...
1: <laughs> okay, true, yeah.
0: I mean, you get to the point where you're trying to shelter your kids, and all of a sudden, you realize that they already know all this shit anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like Lana. I mean, for Christ's sake, she's 13, going on like 22. There's probably nothing that can come out of my mouth that her and her friends haven't talked about and shown me. Show the pictures on their
3: iPhones. What's well, funny you say that? Like, I guess in foreign countries they show like boobs and all that stuff, and they, uh, they, they sh- they, don't sh- they show all that stuff. Like in our country, they shun upon that stuff, which is weird. And like m- mainly the European countries, that show that stuff every day. And, and People just walk around. And-
2: yeah. No,
3: I, no, you're absolutely yeah. Like in France, I guess they promote it very, on a regular basis. Next podcast, we're on Paris, France. <laughs> get on now, the
0: train. I don't know if you noticed this, but I had uh, read an uh, interview with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds this morning, and apparently, for that naked fight scene, they actually had to put makeup and stuff on his junk. Oh
2: God! Like,
0: like he actually, he, he apologized to the makeup guy that had to get down there and, and start working on. <laughs> it. He said, "You're, you're going to be working on you know, places that nobody else should ever see." Uh, but he, he said, blood
2: said blood he, blood. but,
0: but he, he actually said at the end of the interview, but he made Mike Dick fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, he was happy with it. That's great. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't think that that really came through. You
1: know? No. It, yeah, it was
0: choreographed yeah. well, there wasn't Thankfully. a whole lot of flopping around. Uh, you know what?
1: I just don't need to it's, see Ryan it's, Reynolds dick. It's deck.
0: 2016. If we can get boobs, the girls can get dick. <laughs> really? Let's, 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 let's move it.
1: Let's use that for the title. Yeah. <laughs> if we get boobs, the girls get dick. Um, no, we will not use that as this Maybe item. you
3: guys can shed some light on this. Francis, Ajax. Does he have a backstory? Yep. What's the, what's the story behind that?
1: He's actually a Marvel hero, so I don't know where they went
3: with that. Interesting. And I, I recognize
0: the name, but I couldn't place.
3: What's my name? You were named after soap. <laughs> you looked at the detergent bottle. He said, that's what we got, Ajax. That was good. The crude and the jokes, they're great. Those are awesome. I just love how those were really well done, but... There's just something, though, like, that... Like, it wasn't it was a wow factor. It was a very good movie. I loved it. But just, like, there's something about it that, like... I don't know, it could have been better a little bit. I don't know what it is yet, but I guess I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. And it's still a process, and It's got to process.
0: I think that um, it was smart uh, not just to open with the, uh, the credits the way they did, um, but the first real joke out of his mouth. Kind of set the entire tone when he said... You know, what does that smell like? He says, yeah, I don't know, like, like two homeless people fucking in a boot full of their shoe full of piss.
2: Yes. <laughs> and
0: I'm just like, oh yeah, this is going to be exactly what I thought it was going
1: to be. <laughs> yes, it did. It just completely set the stage for us.
2: <laughs>
1: but, I'm actually, I've got to say, I'm kind of mad at Colossus for shielding us from Gina Carano's boob. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, was a total cock serious. block. Is um, that
0: what you didn't want to tell me when we were walking up here when I asked you how you liked the movie?
1: No, I was still formulating.
0: But that was totally in line with the character yes. you were presenting. So. Uh,
1: definitely, I agree. I actually thought that was, that was just a, a great moment in the movie. Yeah,
3: few yeah. <laughs> Jackman pawns like you see like, a little Wolverine tower. Like
2: the oh, people and then McAvoyer Stewart.
1: That was great. <laughs> yeah. So many good in-jokes that we don't really want to ruin for the crowd. What? We said spoilers. We did. We spoilers. I know. I know, I know. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that uh, people will see it before they finish listening to this. So they can laugh along with us as gotcha. we talk about this. So,
2: but what did you think, Paul?
1: I had a blast. And, uh, I kind of like Deadpool now, at least the movie version. I'm still not going to go pick up a Deadpool comic book.
0: You do realize the comic's just like that.
1: Yeah, still not going to.
0: Now you're just being obstinate.
1: Yes. I just, I don't know, I can't do it.
0: I refuse to, just because. because.
1: Just because I can.
0: Yeah.
1: But now I had a black. next blast
0: time you, you call your wife out for doing that, I'm going to bring this moment up. <laughs> Are you intending to <laughs> just hang around my stuff. house? So that you well, don't. no, no, when you just say something, oh, and, yeah, I'm not she saying would, you She say was blah, blah, so blah, blah, blah,
1: yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, that was, that was a blast. A whole lot of fun. Um, For superhero movies and the fun factor, it rates up there with a, man, for me.
2: Yeah.
1: Totally different kind of movie, but Mm -hmm. definitely as fun as that. Now I see what Jack's saying about the wow factor, because we came out of Star Wars and you're just picking your jaw up off the floor. You're not doing that with this movie, but you're going to go in there, you're going to have a great time for two and a half hours, as long as you don't get all butthurt over extreme violence and language because there is a whole lot of that going on in this movie.
3: Oh, oh too much?
1: Not too much. No. It was perfect. But,
2: that's what it's supposed to be. Okay, yeah.
0: You really I mean, need to pick like up it, a
1: Deadpool comic book.
0: Dude, that, that's like it watching Maybe. Sesame Street and going, you know what, Big Bird's too yellow. It mm-hmm. doesn't work like that. That's what Deadpool that is. So...
1: Yeah. yeah. And even not reading the comics, I, I definitely got that just out of it. Yeah, um,
0: you do realize that uh, they, they're already working on the script for part two? Yes which Mm -hmm. may be X-Force but it's yeah
1: I didn't think it was I thought there was two separate entities
0: I don't know other than uh, there were hints that were dropped uh, this week and some stuff that uh, Reynolds tweeted saying that he wanted to. I think that's what he wants to do next maybe the studio will want him to do a Deadpool 2 first I can almost see them going with X-Force only because I don't know how many solo movies you can get out of Deadpool you think about most comic book characters they have Big moments because they've had a long history and they have big moments, and the movies try to capture each moment. Um, Deadpool doesn't really have those he's got really good jokes mm-hmm. you can only stretch that so far before you've got to add something I think really dynamic because it, it, at the end of the day he, he's a guy that you know kills other guys uh, you don't have heroic moments like you know the Civil War or any of that stuff that we're getting out of the other Marvel movies where they're adapting some of the comics so. I think you'll see them turn this into a team-up movie think, type yeah. thing a lot faster than you expect. We're not going to be watching Deadpool four because I don't think that I don't it,
1: it th- won't have the legs. It,
0: it'll it'll get old. Yeah, it'll get
1: old. Um, but I mean, if that post-credit scene is any, anything close to true, there. I mean, there's so much they can do. I mean, there was. Do we want to ruin that or no? But I mean, it wasn't really scene? anything. Yeah, uh-huh. just the what he mentioned. He, he, mentioned, he mentioned cable. cable. Yeah. Which I mean obviously if anyone knows anything about the characters' history, that's a no brainer. Yeah. And I think there's so many places they could go with that.
0: Yeah, okay, and then I could see in that respect I can see them going. Did they
6: give you a, a ticket comic pack or decide you
1: and uh they give me a ticket comic pack? Oh, alright,
6: cool. Let me do that then. Well you you got count? Yes. Alright, cool. Just doing some accounting. Sorry. Okay. No, oh, you're good. Yeah.
3: Anyway,
0: what were you saying? Against? Oh, so anyway, um, yeah. Well, if that's where they're going to go with it, if they're going to have you know Cable and Deadpool teamed up, all right, th- then I can see it having more legs than that.
1: Yeah, I mean, because they have fifty-some odd issues of that to yeah. mine from. Which, if and here's my Deadpool recommendation, I guess go out and pick that up.
3: Deadpool and Cable.
1: Cable and Deadpool. There's a current one now too, isn't there? Didn't they just do another...
3: I am not sure.
1: Anyway, who this exactly as Who
3: is Cable, as if somebody doesn't know? I'm curious.
1: Someone as in, like, Jack.
3: Exactly.
0: That might be too much
3: for this
1: podcast. Yeah, we should broach that some other time. Like, what's he look
0: like? Can you tell me that?
1: He has scars on a metal arm.
0: Okay. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> what they said in the movie. Okay. Oh, a time travel. It's a time travel. Okay. Yeah, you know, and I try to think about what I've... I've read a lot of that, uh, the Cable time period. That gets so sketchy, because that's that's back when X-Men got really weird anyway. Yes. So, I mean, I remember Cable being cool, but then I remember getting so confused that I just stopped reading all the X-Books altogether. It gets
1: very convoluted, convoluted very quickly. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, I almost think somebody, if somebody can chart that all out... Oh, uh, we can't even talk. We can't talk about that. Save that for Saturday. Ha! <laughs> teaser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Like, like this will be out before Saturday. I'm hoping.
1: What all I, right. what I
3: liked actually all right, all
2: right.
0: didn't need to step on your toes. That's right, okay. but wasn't What i meant.
2: What
3: um, I know this is a Deadpool podcast, but um, the previews were actually there was actually some movies coming out. Like, there's one that looked pretty good. Like we saw, um, it was with uh, Zach Efron and like, that guy, kid from Modern Family. And I forget, it's like a, a weekend away, they are with two girls. Oh, like, the
0: cheesy comedy preview that I didn't really think belonged to yeah, I thought it was movie. pretty
3: funny, though. It was like, we, we got that instead of...
1: Well, X-Men what,
3: Apocalypse. x yeah. Apocalypse. God, I can't we're, talk. Some of the trailers it were pretty late. good. You got the last Batman vs. Superman trailer, which you were talking about earlier, yeah. which... Oh, seeing Alfred and hearing actually Wonder Woman talk finally. That was awesome.
1: He really gleaned some weird things from previews.
0: Well, all the articles talked about uh, Alfred and her talking, so... I guess you read the same... I didn't.
3: But, um, (laughs) this this is the first time I'm seeing it, but, like, it was awesome, though, seeing that last trailer, which was good, so... Okay. right, That's all I got.
2: Paul, well,
0: every time I look at you, you've got uh, this like puzzled look on your yeah, face. Yeah, when you got that puzzled look, late. it makes me yeah.
3: think, do I want to shut up? or Do you want to keep going? Oh, is I that all it
0: takes? <laughs> I'm just
3: kidding,
1: Dick. Right, right. It's okay. Well,
0: do you want to take uh, a take pause here uh, while we wait? and uh, have, We're going to have Jeff come over and sit with us and talk about the movie?
1: Definitely. I think that is a good plan. So we're going to take a couple-minute break, let the Watkins gather his thoughts, and uh, we'll come back with his parting thoughts on it, and uh, we'll call it a night. Alright, we are once again joined by Mr. Jeff Watkins. Jeff, what did you think?
6: I, I gotta say, I was knocked out. I mean, I kept reading it was good. Uh, my, my friend and business partner, Matthew, uh, said it, it got all these crazy reviews. I looked online, it was true, and it was actually exceeded expectations. You guys?
2: yeah,
1: We yeah, were just discussing it wildly, wildly,
6: wildly.
1: I'm
3: losing
6: it. I got no, no, what good, I was saying shit. these
3: guys, uh, the opening credits, great I how, how the, like, I, compared to Zombieland I was saying like, but one of the best yeah, ones yeah, yeah it's like
6: Zombie Land had Metallica yes
3: yeah
4: for that, whom
6: the bell tolls yeah. that was a good <laughs> one uh, my friend Matthew Gonzales, my good buddy fellow, fellow passionate, passionate guy uh, when it comes to comics and superheroes uh, of course put this whole thing on with me let me ask you I'm going to throw it to you first Matt and then we'll go all the way around bigger movie at the box office Deadpool or Batman Superman?
5: I say Batman Superman. I mean, Deadpool's going to be huge, but you're talking Batman Superman and you know, Wonder Woman's in it too. That's, a, that's the whole holy trinity of D- 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 DC.
6: Alright. What do you guys think?
5: Batman vs Superman. Oh, of course.
0: There. It, it's got a lot more marketing power. Okay.
6: And the box office were unanimous that it's Batman Superman. The better movie. Which movie is, was going to... It's all said and done. Predictions. What is more enjoyable?
5: That's going to be a tough call, to be honest with you. Deadpool is awesome. Like you were saying, from, beginning, from, from the beginning credits to the end credits to the very last scene, it was awesome. It kept you going all the way through for, what was it, an hour and 40 minutes?
6: I wasn't bored. Mm-hmm. At no point it was I like, I wish this movie would speed up. No. I,
5: yeah, I wish it was longer.
6: Thought it was great. Uh, so, predictions. We're having this conversation uh, December 31st, and we've seen them all. We've seen Doctor Strange, we've seen Suicide Squad, we've seen Deadpool, we've seen them all. Which is your favorite? And we're going to revisit this at the end of the year. Call your shot right now, first quarter, 2016. The best, the overall best superhero movie of 2016 is Matt?
2: Captain
5: America Civil War.
6: Matt's going Civil War.
5: I'm going to take Batman vs Superman.
6: Ooh, bold
0: you know I hate to agree with him <laughs> I really hate to agree with him um, I, I think Batman versus Superman only because I think we're getting an incredible version of Batman and mm. if you cut all the other crap out of it that might suck it's going to be my favorite Batman of all time
1: uh-huh. okay I've got to say Civil War um, I think it's just the whole the culmination of everything that Marvel's been building towards at this point and that's it's going to knock it out of the park well I
5: think I think Civil War because it's mommy and daddy fighting I bet everybody's wanted to see Batman Iron Man's mommy, by the way. <laughs> Everyone's wanted to see Batman and Superman play on the big screen forever. Uh, it's finally coming, and that's why I think it's going to be huge. I think Batman and Superman might make more money than Civil War, but I think Civil War wow. be a better movie.
6: Huh.
3: Well, if you're going to get a better movie overall, like I think Batman vs. Superman will pull in the most money out of all of them, but... I think uh, Suicide Squad, which I um, think is going to be a close second, which a lot of people are going to be surprised, but they're going to be like, "What's this about?" Because they're going to see Batman versus Superman, and um, there's going to be some Batman's going to be in Suicide Squad. Um, they're going to see some innuendo there, so they're going to have um, them going to have cross. So maybe Joker could have a cameo um, at the very end of Batman versus Superman. I don't know, because they said mm-hmm. it's um, released um, nine months after it. So it's, um, Suicide Squad comes out after, that uh, in So I think the Suicide huh. Squad is going to surprise some people. Yeah,
6: I think so too. I am mean, not going to answer the question. Sorry to put you guys on the spot, <laughs> but how do I, how do I pick a favorite? I know that whole bunch. The trailer for Suicide Squad with Bohemian Rhapsody is that was bonkers. Cool. Yeah. I was a consultant on the Doctor Strange script a while back, so I'm kind of, kind of cheated there. So I have a little bit of a foresight in that one, but... I mean, Ted pulls me tough to top. Very tough.
5: What I'm concerned about with Suicide Squad is that it, at the end of the movie, they become good guys. And I don't want them to be good guys that are rooting for them for good guys. They're bad. These guys are bad guys, and I don't want them to be bad guys. I want them to be bad guys throughout the whole movie. I never want to confuse them, or I don't want the audience to be confused that they're good guys.
6: Yeah, I can't imagine rooting for Killer Croc. No. But, no. You <laughs> can't. <laughs> well, the only time I really rooted for Killer Croc was. um in the animated series in the early 90s because they did make him a sympathetic creature, yeah. but they did that um, even with Mr. Freeze, especially in the episode, I think it's called Heart, Heart of Ice. Heart of Ice. I,
5: mean, yeah. I was referring to like, that Melissa Fitt movie that came out. At the end of the movie, you think <clears throat> Melissa Fitt's a good person or a good guy, and she's
2: not.
6: But I guess that's kind of... We're, we're, uh, generationally, morality is no longer black and white. There There are no more good guys and bad guys. It's just kind of writer and wronger and it, it's real gray it's real messy it's real sticky and I think that's just being reflected I think current society is just being reflected in comic books like it always has and superheroes like it always has and
5: That's why you're Iron
6: Man I'm Captain America I'm <laughs> Captain America all the way I've never been I've never been team Iron Man uh, I remember when Civil War came out that was like what 10 years ago I I remember like Arguing till spit was flying out of my mouth it, uh, on Captain America's side. I'm gonna have to go to my MySpace and find my I'm with <laughs> Captain America <laughs> banner that Steve McManaman drew and put that on my Facebook. That's awesome. That's really yeah, cool. <laughs> blow the dust off my MySpace. Like, oh there it is.
3: <laughs> Call that time up and maybe they can retrieve your MySpace for you.
6: You know, I, when Civil War came out, I was definitely not on Facebook at the time. I wasn't.
1: I didn't even know what it was at that point. How sad is that with me being an IT guy and I was so behind the curve on all the social media? Are
5: you sure? Did Civil War come out when you were.
6: Yeah, 10 years ago.
3: Which is kind of weird. No, like a, oh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right.
2: Was it Flying it's Turtle? Mm-hmm.
6: It was before I opened this store, I was yeah, yeah. Uh, a manager at Flying Turtle Comics and Toys. And um, we got in plenty of debates uh, when Civil War, when Millar and McNiven Civil War came out. And I was always, always Team Captain America. But, I mean, that's why I'm in real life, too. I'm a fucking radical dude who, I, who doesn't comply. and that, So, I, by nature, I'm just like, register my superpowers with the government. Fuck that. I would never.
5: Well, I mean, the comments I was making is because Tony takes the point of view where the greatest good for the greatest number of people even requires making a bad decision, where Captain America knows if there's right and wrong.
6: And, and you can't do something wrong just, I, I, that was again. in my opinion and we'll hope we sleep it it'll be revisited cinematically but one of my fever moments of Civil War and when it was in comic form was um as they approached Steve Captain America with the concept of registering superheroes he's like you know I'm from World War 2 and I've I've seen what happens when people make lists I've seen what happens when people register I, and I'm not I'm not gonna visit <laughs> that again it's not gonna happen and uh that was such a knockout moment for me. Like, that was. What, what argument could be more compelling?
5: We started talking about trailers earlier. What about mm-hmm. the trailers in front of this movie? The, the Superman trailer that came out today, the Superman Batman trailer. What do you think about
1: that one? That was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And well, sitting in the theater tonight was the first time I got to see it.
6: My only issue with it is they showed clearly an ocean scene, and I kept waiting for Aquaman. Nothing. <laughs> uh, and Cyborg. Like, there's so much in that movie that has yet to, like, even... And at, at Toronto uh, Fan Expo this year, I was there to see Mike Tyson. He was seated right next to Jason Momoa. And let me tell you, that guy's line. Like, thousands of people excited on that. And that's I think that's going to be a, a big... A big right. departure from the days when people would make fun of Aquaman. Go talk to some fish. Like I think, <laughs> I think that era is coming to a close.
1: Well, it should have come to a close when Jeff Johns was writing the book. Yeah. That was just a phenomenal characterization.
6: God. Aquaman's underappreciated. And for sure.
3: Always like, um, Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Like I go back when he was Lion King from Scar. Like that was awesome. Like, but uh, Jeremy <laughs> Irons that was a great actor. He's done he he a lot of it, good movies. It. But um, just hearing his voice, like, I liked the, always uh, the 90s Alfred. Michael Caine was good. He was good. But the 90s Alfred was really good. But yeah. Jimmy Irons, though, oh, that's an awesome Alfred. Uh,
6: yeah, I mean, I, and I'm a, I'm a Snyder guy. He's taken a lot of hits, um, especially after Man of Steel. But I think Watchmen was criminally underappreciated. Was yeah, I agree. Criminally. And, you know, it, and people would knock the ending. But, like, you can't take the ending from 1987 in Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons' Watchmen. And make it current. Uh, I remember reading Watchmen when I was in school, and at the end of Watchmen in graphic novel format, uh, New York City is destroyed in some terroristic plot. And at the time, that was such a crazy science fiction-y, like, shock ending. But by the time the movie came around, you know, we've, it we've lived it. Yeah. We've, we saw it on, on the news. We didn't need to see it as a movie. So I, I like how they distorted the ending, and I'm a Snyder guy since all the way back to, like, 300. And, um... So I'm interested in seeing his... I'm glad Warner Brothers is sticking with him with their superhero franchises. I think that's awesome. Um, And not to take away from Civil War, I mean, the trailer looks fantastic. I hope we haven't seen everything awesome about the movie in the trailer. That seems to be kind of a thing lately where you watch a trailer and then you watch the movie and you're like, everything cool about this movie was already in the trailer. So I hope all these movies, especially Civil War, though, has some surprises in store because I want to be knocked out I mean I, I would love to be having this conversation in late December after Christmas and all of us going for hours that we cannot pick a favorite because that you know people are like who wins Marvel DC you know who wins the fans us yeah. the fans yeah. we win we get to go to these movies and uh, man I'm excited Deadpool so far set the tone perfectly mm-hmm. bashed expectations in really it's did
3: What you were saying just now, though, I totally agree, though, but, like, in the trailer, though, for Civil War, like, I know not a lot about Civil War, but was Iron Man holding War Machine? Yes. War Machine now dead?
6: I, you know, it certainly alluded to that, um, but I was curious as to why Natasha Romanoff, the Black Widow, was on Tony's side. I don't know if she's being a double agent. I don't know if she's... It's in stark contrast to... um, the, the previous Iron Man movie where they were pretty inseparable right so I'm a Winter Soldier I'm I'm fascinated in seeing how it shakes out and I can't pick a bad movie from the bunch mm-hmm. I honestly God can't like all of them look great every single one that Suicide Squad trailer is unbelievable unbelievable it's just we're in for such a great year possibly the best we've had so far with this kind of stuff
1: anything to add?
0: Dr. Hugh? Right. how can you put it any better? I mean, no. it is going to be a fantastic year. We're going to get probably the most iconic confrontation between two heroes we've been waiting for for all time. Yeah, uh, this is this is the big one, um, and just everything else Marvel has on its slate, building the most cohesive world we've ever seen cinematically. Yes. Uh, you just can't top that. Yeah. No. Two thousand sixteen going to be the best year. I can't imagine that there will be that they could pack enough stuff, that they could make enough movies to fill another year to top it. <laughs> right, yeah. How do you even do that? It's almost like it was scheduling Nirvana, and all of the studios just managed to plunk everything right here.
6: Let me ask you guys this. We'll start with Matt. Uh, we'll go, go clockwise here. Do you see the bubble bursting? Do you see comic movies coming out? Do you see the first one that comes out that isn't good? And do you see the one that comes out that's just like, oh, man... Do you see an end? Is there an end in sight?
5: They're still making westerns, so no. We, and Iron Man Two wasn't well received. It was a little bit rushed. I think. I think the more you watch, though, I think it gets better because I think it throws mm-hmm. a lot at you. Um, so no, I don't see. You. No. Um, the, the, this
3: is a big year for movies. Um, probably the biggest, like you said, we've seen, but this could just be the start of something maybe um and next year after this we'll see maybe three or four but um like this is like you said of nirvana like so many right now and no well we're still going to see a lot of them but this could just maybe be the start of them and also don't forget at the end of 2016 rogue one star wars <laughs> 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 oh i didn't forget oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i know we're talking about this yeah games, but like yeah. throwing rogue one at the end oh my god that's the cherry on the sunday
0: Everybody likes to talk about anything that gets popular as there being a bubble. We've seen it with Mm -hmm. video games. Okay, how many times have there been articles, oh, is the video game bubble going to burst? And here we are, you know, playing Star Wars Battlefront on our PS4s. Um, Bubbles don't burst like that. This isn't the stock market. As long as there's people who like superheroes, they'll make superhero movies. Before now, there wasn't proof that a superhero movie could be good which is what needed to happen for people to take it legitimately, and we didn't have the technology to pull off the special effects needed to make it look really good. We're at a point where that stuff isn't expensive anymore. There's no reason this isn't going to continue as long as they have good stories to draw. from.
1: I agree, 100%. I I think this is just the beginning of something beautiful for our people. And that almost sounded racist, that's terrible.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I actually think the, the movie industry is going through a change, and I think we're living in that change right now, with, with, you know, traditionally December and and January and February and March being being the months where movies go to die, but with Star Wars coming in December and doing what it did, I, I can't believe Lucasfilm will, will not continue re- releasing a movie in December forever. And then with Deadpool coming in February, and I was saying Deadpool's going to be 55 uh, opening and and now we're moderation. hearing those are low estimates. Yeah, that's a low estimate. Now they're saying it's going to be seventy, which is great. So you know, in February we're getting numbers like these. I think the movie industry is going through a change, and, and uh, it's a great time to uh, go watch movies.
6: It doesn't even it doesn't take away from like non superhero movies. Like there's some awesome, awesome cinema out there. Um, The Big Short was one of my favorite movies of the year last year Uh, Spotlight was awesome like there was so many brilliant Ex Machina last year of course Mad Max Fury Road like there was some epic epic movies coming out and I I just I wonder about the bubble because what comes up comes down I mean it's just it's a fact it's literally a law of nature Um, law of physics It, it just I wonder when I wonder when it's not this good I don't want to get to that point, but right now it is definitely the cat's tits.
3: We've waited so long though for this, so let, let's enjoy it. Like you said, um, let's have this bubble last a while longer and not rush it, just enjoy the moment as best we can. And
6: there's some stuff that I don't give a shit about, uh, like the TMNT movies, and like, uh, but even seeing Krang and Rock City and Bebop, I was like, that's, that's pretty cool.
5: Mm-hmm. I was surprised by Turtles. When I, was out, when I saw the trailers, I didn't think it was going to be that good. I remember reading Turtles when I was a kid, but I think when I watched it I was like, it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. So maybe it's because I had low expectations for the movie and went to see it. (laughs) It wasn't that bad.
2: I
0: used that same strategy for dating most of my life.
3: (laughs)
2: <laughs>
6: but, I mean, the Transformers franchise has gone to fucking hell. I mean, we can... I just
3: watched um, the first two. How many do they have now?
6: The four. Two, four.
1: Four, and five yeah. is in the works. It's yeah. like, how
6: do you make a movie worse with Wahlberg in it? Like, it's like yeah. Wahlberg, like, the departed Wahlberg and the fighter Wahlberg. Like, I mean, he's, he's a great actor.
3: Oh, he's great. I love him in Invincible. But then you get Max Payne and, um what's the
6: other one he did right after that? I don't know dude loves a paycheck clearly but um this is a guy who turned out some some excellent movies and Transformers on paper should have worked but it didn't and I guess that's my point is when when do we go sit down in a Marvel movie and do we sit at this table and be like man that was not at all what I thought that was going to be I don't want to I don't want to get that point yeah there. I
1: don't want to be there either
3: and you said the budget was like 40 million so they so much, much profit off this oh yeah
6: I mean, they even made fun of it in the movie, when he's like, man, it's a huge house, but there's only two X-Men, it's like we couldn't afford any more X-Men, and I was like, (laughs) amazing. Like, you even, like, made fun of yourself in the movie, I love it. Like, right from the start, in the credits scene, where they were, like, directed by some douchebag, like, starring some CGI, I'm like, you literally are letting us know right from the jump, don't, don't take this seriously. But it had the chops, and it was good enough that you could take it seriously.
3: I was telling
5: these guys, what about Stanley's cameo? Wasn't that beautiful? Hilarious. I think Stanley said that was the cameo he liked the best, <laughs> and I wonder why. <laughs> Stanley
6: Stanley recently had a, a really good quote. Um, someone had asked Stanley about digital comics, and he's like, "Digital comics?" He goes, "Comic books." He goes, Let me tell you, Excellency, you're true believers. He goes, "Let me tell you, comics are like boobs. They look great on the internet, but you go out and hold it in your hand." And I'm like, "It's so <laughs> fucking true. Like he's so right." It, it is and uh now the Stanley his cameo was hilarious I mean there wasn't a thing about this movie I didn't like uh Marina Baccarin did I say that right
2: I believe so from
6: Gotham and uh Firefly I, I actually huge huge fan of hers uh, she's one of my favorite shows of all time which is Homeland on a Showtime with uh, Claire Danes um so, so yeah she's just outright killing it right now and she's gorgeous yeah she's in Gotham yep um she just had a baby
3: yeah, she's dating the uh, Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon.
6: Yeah. Crazy. There's like a comic book kid. Yeah. There's a Gothamite. Mm-hmm. Insane. The future's cool, man. The future's cool.
1: I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Look, he always just knocks it out at the end. It's just, <laughs> I don't even need to say anything. I can just, just hit line. the button and be done.
2: <laughs> Thanks, <right>. man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, <laughs> man. <Yeah. laughs>
6: I called the white Morgan Freeman and then <laughs> you hit me with that shit All right, Which, man, which by you. the way,
1: sitting in the theater while we were, we were, we were discussing business um, we have decided that that's what this episode is going to be called, is the white oh, Morgan Freeman man. Oh man so, <laughs> awesome. And on that note, I think it's a good stopping point It's getting pretty late, I'm sure everybody wants to go home um, Final thoughts Go out and see Deadpool, it was a fucking phenomenal yeah, movie Yeah, it was good And on that note mega Bite me bitches This has been a GeekPod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33K, P-O-D. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.